Jason Manford. Absolute Radio. Where real music matters. Good morning, Jason Manford and Steve Edge on the Absolute Radio Breakfast Show, covering for Dave Berry this week, all this week, in fact. Uh, hope you're very well. Uh, you all right, Steve? Yeah, good. You? Yeah, yeah, not too bad. I'm all right. I was up and I've up and doing yoga this morning. Really? Yeah. Guess whose decision that was? Uh, not yours. Not mine. Absolutely <laughs> not mine. Uh, but my, me and my wife started thirty-day uh, yoga on uh, YouTube, so we're on day seven now. Okay, how's it going? Do you, you, feel, you feel supple and, you know? Um, I'll be honest with you, I place my mat slightly behind my wife so she can't see how much effort mm. I'm not putting in. Yeah, so, cause she's focused on the telly. Yeah, yeah, yeah so yeah, we're, we're watching uh, Yoga with Adrian. Oh, she's right. great, isn't she? Yeah, she's fab, actually. I really like her. It's a woman, Steve. Oh, I thought it was going to be like Adrian Charles. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I would definitely do yoga with Adrian Charles. <laughs> but it's not Adrian Charles, unfortunately. Uh, but no, have you done yoga with Adrian, Emma? Yeah, me and my husband started doing this 30-day thing at the start of um, lockdown, but we only got in about, I think, eight or nine days, and then we gave up. Okay, so I've got another... If, if I do three more, I've beat then you. Then you've two. beaten me, yeah. Yeah, yeah so... Uh, do I feel supple? No, not really. It just, it's just, it just reminds me of how unfit I am every single yeah. day, essentially. And then I had a, like, a, 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 like an argument with my brother yesterday over fitness and health, because during lockdown, I don't know about you, but I've definitely put on a stone. Yeah. Easy. <laughs> I don't know Easy, about you yeah. guys. Lock, I think that's fair. Yeah. yeah, I think yeah, so, yeah. Exactly. It's just comfort, isn't it? It's comfort. And um, But I'm the heaviest I've ever been. <laughs> and, uh, oh, wow. My brother said, the problem with you, you've got no uh, self-discipline, Jace. So what you should do is um, is put your before pictures, and I've, let me tell you right now, I've got a phone of before pictures. Uh, hmm. uh, he said, put your before pictures on online, Oh, really? <laughs> yeah, before the after. Nobody wants to just see a before picture. So put your before pictures online and start a just giving page, right? And say to everybody, right, I <laughs> this is this is the level he gets to. He's a bit of a fitness fanatic. In the next twelve months, before I'm forty next May, I will be on the cover of Men's Health magazine. <laughs> <right>? wow. <laughs> Mm-hmm. Uh, help me raise money for whatever chosen charity, and uh, and if I don't get it, whatever you guys have raised, I will pay the same amount. Can you imagine letting the British public loose on on information like that? <laughs> They'd raise yeah, like two million pounds just so I had to like get rid of my house and like sell my gran or whatever. I think you should be allowed to settle on a different magazine, like one of those take a break ones, where it's like I ate my husband. One of those ones, <laughs> yeah. Like just say I'll be on the cover of that within a year. I had an affair with a ghost. Yeah. Yeah. Or some <laughs> niche top shelf magazine. Yeah. <laughs> Just say A magazine, any magazine. Yeah. A magazine. That's not a bad idea. The Beano. I could be on anything, <laughs> couldn't I? Yeah. <laughs> so that's the start of our fitness uh, regime. So, hey, watch this space. It's time next year. Front cover of Men's Health, Steve. Mm, okay. Look forward to it. Donate your first fiver. <laughs> yeah. Good morning, it's Jason Manford and Steve Edge on the Absolute Radio Breakfast Show. You can listen to us on your smart speaker, simply say play Absolute Radio or play Absolute 80s or whatnot, and we'll pop up pretty, pretty smart. Uh, Glenn and Emma are here as well. Uh, Oh, sorry, I I forgot people's uh, six o'clock army... uh, (laughs) 
um, oh, the rank is it even called a rank that's the word I'm looking for yeah show some uh, respect so, sorry sorry now uh, I'm uh, Field Marshal Manford what are you Steve Staff Sergeant Steve? yeah Staff Sergeant yeah Staff I've Sergeant gone up a Steve. rank I think I was just Sergeant yesterday I've gone up a rank yeah well you know things. you worked hard yesterday yeah, I helped with the, 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 the <laughs> Prince of Wales thing it was yeah <laughs> it was all things bright and beautiful I think that's what got you up a, a rank got me an extra pip <laughs> Our assembly assembly uh, bangers uh, Glenn you were you were I can't no remember. General, I think, I think he was general. Think it was corporal. General. Oh, great. Yeah, I'll take general. <laughs> Imagine you can, No, you can't be general <laughs> if you can't remember what you were. Not <laughs> no, all right, right. I've been demoted. I'm back to private now, am I? Private, yeah. going to be private. <laughs> all right, private man. Yeah, I think that's fair enough. And uh, Jones? You, you uh, yeah, I'm it, pretty sure we? I was a general for the general uh, alliteration. General Jones. Jones. Right, good. If, guys, look, it's not much to ask for in the British Army, but if you could write down your own ranking so when you come into work the next day you know what it is, that'd be great. Just be really I don't like, I, Yeah, I don't like to lord it over people, though. You know, I'm just one of the guys. So, like, it's just, it's fine. <laughs> <laughs> I just think that's the, the bare minimum expected in the military is that you remember what rank you are when you turn up every yeah, day. Then a salute. That's it. That's all you need. <laughs> uh, so we've got loads of texts in 8, 12, 15 on the text all you've got to do is tell me uh, what you're doing this morning what has dragged you out of your pit and then you'll be given a rank based on either how important you are to uh, the country or simply alliteration more if it rhymes uh, or anything like that yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, got uh, Den from Aylesbury I was up at 3am on my way to Warrington with 26 pallets of garlic and herb dip pots for Domino's pizza oh, <gasps> hang on a minute that's pretty important I would love to break into that truck he might have outranked you Jay <laughs> <laughs> mm. <laughs> uh, I'm going to go right up there with Lieutenant yeah, I think that's right. Lieutenant um, is uh, Lieutenant Lieutenant. Lieutenant. Sorry, I went American there, didn't I? Sorry. Yeah. But although, you know, I think we discussed this yesterday, on this occasion, the Americans are correct. Yeah. When it yeah. comes where, to the yeah. Where are we getting the F from word. in Lieutenant? I also well, think Colonel I think should be, I think Colonel should be Colonel. Colonel. <laughs> <laughs> Co- that sounds like a medicine. Colonel. <laughs> <laughs> Colonel. I'm not sure that's. I'm not sure I'd go that far. No. But uh, corporal. I might go with corporal as well. Ooh, yeah. Let's change all these. Uh, Officer. Uh, morning. I'm up <laughs> 5 a.m. every morning to walk the dog. Nigel is the dog's name before heading out to work at six. That's Rob uh, Wilkinson. He said, I love the fact that his dog's called Rob. Nigel. Nigel. Stop it. <laughs> I love a dog. My mate had an Alsatian called Barbara. That he used to go. Barbara! Mm. Barbara, no. (laughs) Yeah, next door had a pit bull called Keith. (laughs) <laughs> just something about a, a dog with a normal name. It's hilarious. Mm. What was that one called years ago? Remember when the guy, when the dog was like chasing deer in Richmond Fenton. Park? Oh, Fenton. 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 That was yeah. a great name for a dog. Fenton! Fenton! <laughs> I never got over that. It was hilarious. No. Uh, so if you want to join the army this morning, you're up and about, you're important, you're needed, whether it's by Nigel the dog or the great British public who are after Domino's pizza dips, you are important. So let us know why you're up this morning and join the six o'clock army. Jason. Manford. Wes in Grimsby's up and about. I'm a PT, up early, abusing clients. That's, I presume he means it in a nice way. What do you reckon? That sounds like a. That does sound like a sergeant, doesn't it? Like someone walking along the. Yeah. Warrant Officer Wes? Yeah, they're, yeah, they're definitely on the ground. They're on the ground with all the troops. They're not like pushing pieces around a map. Yeah, he's really going for it, like like Private Benjamin. Yeah, that's exactly. Forcer into the, like, forcer he's into Private the, Benjamin. Into the, into Let's just call him Private Benjamin. Yeah, he's Private Benjamin. 
awesome. Uh, Jason, myself, Teresa, and my two fellow workers are in school in Glasgow cleaning up to make the school ready for the kids coming back. We started at 4.30. That's that's high. That's That's quite a lot, isn't it? And there's three of them there. I'm going to go right in with squadron leader. Yeah, that's good. It's got quite a nice rhyme to it as well. like it. Like this. I like these important people doing big jobs this morning. Morning, Jason. I was up at five for my uh, second 16-hour shift, 6 a.m. till 10 p.m. as a security officer. That's Gary in Gloucester. Well, he's already an officer, so it seems silly to give him a different job title. Yeah, but we could give him, like, chief petty officer or something like that. just makes him sound... Just to bring him down a notch. Yeah, although <laughs> petty officer does sound like they're walking yeah. along going, just being really oh, petty you. about things. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> petty officer, where's that come from? What wonder what the word petty means in that, don't know. In that aspect. It's not literally them being like... Petty. Petty, is it? It's got to be, it's got to be more history to it than that. This is how much I know about things. Um, hi, Jason. Uh, I've been up early to get back to being a trainee train driver. Hmm. That's not what you want in the morning, is it? The trainee. I guess we've all got to learn. Uh, not be out of bed before 11 a.m. since lockdown started. And now I've got to get up at 3.30. Oh, keeping the country going. That is an important job. Uh, I'm going to go second lieutenant. Lieutenant. Yeah, that sounds good. I keep saying lieutenant now because it's just in my head. Second lieutenant. Uh, there's no. There's not put a name on it. So I might, in fact, I'm going to. I'm going to derank him actually for not putting a name on. Yeah, that's bad. That's bad. It's not good. That is it. I'm going to go right down to um, private. Oh. Yeah, he's been demoted. Or she has God, been right, demoted down to private. Also, they're only a trainee. Yeah, <laughs> they're only a trainee <laughs> dr- train driver. They're not proper yet. When they get the full-on train driving job. Mm. Then I'll bump them up. I'll bump them up to a to a sergeant. But until yeah. then, you know, you've got, you've got to have rules. But we need the, the train arms. drivers. You know, yeah. So yeah, I, can, I hear what you're saying. I hear what you're saying. This is basically the the plot of the the general, the Buster Keaton film. He, <laughs> okay. he can't join the army because he's a train driver, and that's more important than being in the army at that ah. point in time. So there you go. So he's happy probably. He probably he'll, he'll take whatever yeah. rank you want to give him. And you know, sometimes people you think, oh, Jason, you're being a bit harsh. Well, look, the army's a harsh place. Mm. Do you know what I mean? So. That, that's ask Private Benjamin. <laughs> exactly. You ask them. Jason Manford on Absolute Radio. Yesterday we had uh, a little clip from uh, Dave Berry, whose show we're obviously minding this week, to tell us uh, all about uh, the people that he gets to work with every single day. So we found out about Glenn yesterday, uh, that uh, he likes to drop his pants at airport security. <laughs> yep, um, he basically just read out my whole CV. <laughs> that's basically it. And he was nominated for an Edinburgh Award. Uh, but uh, he didn't include that, which I thought was a bit harsh. I did. I found that out on, on Wikipedia. Uh, the Duke of Edinburgh right. Award. Not Duke of Edinburgh Award. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's what they renamed the, the Perrier. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, so, so proper. But um, yeah, essentially, he's, he's, he had to take his belt off. And then we didn't really go into this yesterday in much detail. But then, as a sort of reflex, pulled his pants down fully. No, um, put my trousers down fully. Come on. I, I, oh, I, I don't know why I need to keep on clearing the air about this. <laughs> You've gone American again. Yeah. <laughs> uh, pulled his trousers down fully uh, in front of uh, Stansted Airport. We don't know why. We don't know why even why that is even a reflex. Uh, but hey, 
I don't know the guy. Uh, so, <laughs> yeah, I, I, I won't be telling my half of the story, so we'll just leave it there. <laughs> so let's find out about Emma this morning. Are you looking forward to this, Emma? Oh, yeah, I can't wait. Yeah. All right, let's find out about Emma Jones. Hello, Jason. Hello, Steve. Dave Berry again, this time just popping up to tell you all about Emma Jones. Emma is intelligent, funny and diligent. She also reads the news on my show. Emma won't sit on her bed in jeans she's worn outside of the house. And this was her rule even before lockdown. She finds fart jokes really, really funny. Go on, give it a try if you like. Emma's husband, Stefan, never hangs up the bath mat after he's had a shower. And this infuriates her. And that is our Emma Jones. Yeah, wow. that's pretty much all you need to know. Yeah, so I'd the, say so. So the jeans thing, is that just because just it's been outside and you're not going to be sleeping in it? Yeah, I, I think that's absolute madness that like people come in from anywhere and would like sit on their sofa or sit on their bed or, or just do anything in your house that you've been like. Your and this is pre-COVID. Place. This is not because of yeah. the virus. This is just general. I mean, to yeah. be honest, if, you, if your rule was in like widespread, if everybody had it in society, then we probably wouldn't be in the situation we're in. Well, this was it. When everyone start, suddenly started saying you need to wash your hands, I was like, yeah. I've been saying this all along. Yeah, look at mm. these look at these bloody stumps. I've been <laughs> yeah. washing my hands 45 times an hour. That's what we know about Chris Whitty as well. As soon as he gets home, his trousers are straight off. Straight off. <laughs> so between the two of you, you've definitely got a sort of a, a weird trouser thing going off, but yeah. they come off at odd times. Stop uh, taking our kecks off, yeah. <laughs> Fair enough. Um, you like a you like a fart joke? Yes, that's not something f- I'm proud of, but I, I, I do find it very funny. Look, I think me and Steve are both uh, agreed on this, actually, on our mm. show, which is when you stop finding farts funny, you, you, you're dead inside. You've given up on life, yeah. yeah. It's a quote, Absolutely. isn't it? When a, when a man is tired of fart jokes, tired of life. Tired of life. <laughs> quote, something like that, isn't it? I think it's farts. It's, it's exactly that. It's exactly that. Well, look, I'm really... <laughs> uh, well, what, what, it's been lovely to get to know you this morning, Emma. I'm, I'm, I'm pleased. General, Thank you. General Emma Jones. Uh, we know a little bit more about her after that. Thanks, Dave. Now, on our Sunday show, uh, Glenn and Emma, what we like to do is, uh, well, it's sort of organically come about, uh, is uh, we've just started talking about bins and putting the bins out. Maybe it's gone too far, uh, but we have yeah. actually even got our own jingle uh, now. There wasn't a lot Here to talk about oh. in the early days, was there? <laughs> no, but weirdly, the more and more it happened, you know, because during mm. lockdown, you know, there's the a highlight, wasn't it? Well, yeah, I mean, it became a point where you're like, put the bins out. It was like, it was like a week in Ibiza. Like, it was just a trip mm. out. You know, <laughs> the bins are going out more than us. So it, it became just something that we talked about. Um, we've even got our own jingle. Uh, it's hashtag bin chat. Hashtag bin chat. Hashtag bin chat. Yeah, that's what it, that's where it came <laughs> from. It came yeah. organically out of Chaz and Dave. Yeah, it did. Thanks for spotting <laughs> that. Emma. Thank Blue Bin Dave was was the first one we talked about, wasn't it? So that's right. Yes, we had the black bin sto- was Chaz and the blue bin was Dave. Yes, was <laughs> we had a story come in about a fella um, on, on a little cul-de-sac who'd put the blue bin out on a on a Wednesday night, and the rest of the street then followed suit and put the blue bin out, <laughs> and uh, it wasn't Blue Bin Day on the on the Thursday, yeah. and no. 
nobody talked to Dave, uh, Bluebin Dave, as <laughs> for the rest of lockdown. For the rest of lockdown. <laughs> so, um, so, but weirdly, you'd be surprised at how popular hashtag bin chat is. Uh, we uh, we've actually got uh, a caller on. We've got Jim on the on the phone now. Uh, Jim, your your Twitter has become massively popular at Spook Factory UK. Uh, lots of people sending me messages about this, so I thought I'd better get in touch with you. Hi, Jason. How's it going? Yeah, pretty good, mate. Pretty good. So tell us, what what uh, what way have you been putting out the bins uh, that has uh, sparked people's interest? Well, obviously, this lockdown's been pretty tough on all of us and not mm. being able to go out. So, yeah, as you were saying, you know, bin days become like the, the going out day. It's the big uh, day. So I started getting dressed up for bin day and I started <laughs> with, like, just wearing my suit uh, yeah. one week and then a friend suggested that I borrow his kilt so the following week I wore a kilt <laughs> yeah. and then it just got you know more and more daring. I went with a, a military outfit for VE Day. Yeah, uh, see, it's all that. Yeah, you got the old metal hat and everything. I like that. Yeah. I yeah. love it. And then Ooh. my birthday coincided with one of the big days, so I thought I'd put the big days out in my birthday suit. In your birthday Ooh. suit? Okay. Oh. Did, was that the last one, I take it? <laughs> <laughs> that when the joke ended. That's what I did, yes. <laughs> yeah, and the police <laughs> got involved. <laughs> but it was great. It's cheered a lot of people up on Twitter. A lot of people have been sending me the pictures of you uh, putting your bins out. So you've obviously got a, a whole load of new followers now. Yeah, yeah. Well, you know, it's, as I say, it's, it's just something to break up the monotony of, uh, of lockdown and, you know, making yourself feel good, I think. Yeah, well, yeah. good. Well, you cheered yeah, up a lot of people, Jim. Well, I'm glad about that. All right, mate, you have a top day. And yourselves. Sunday mornings, 8 till 11. Jason Manford on Absolute Radio. Where real music matters. Good morning, it's Jason Manford and Steve Edge on Absolute Radio. Sergeant Steve, sorry, Steve, I should give you Staff your... Sergeant Steve. Staff Sergeant Steve. Yeah, get I'll it give right. you a full Corporal, set. whatever you are. <laughs> Field Marshal Manford. Sorry, whatever, sorry, Field Marshal. Unbelievable. Have a bit of respect, young man. <laughs> We're talking this morning uh, about getting you signed up to the six o'clock army. Um, loads of people up. Dazza says, morning, en route uh, on the gloriously quiet M25 to do a bit of plastering, then back to my allotment for a few beers. That sounds like a cracking day he's having, doesn't mm, yeah. it? Uh, that seems quite low down, if I'm honest. Yeah, a bit, a bit of plastering. More fun than work. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, I'm going to go, uh, I think, private. He's a private. Yeah, I think that's fair yeah. enough, isn't it? If in doubt, uh, private. All the company here. <laughs> Did I make you a private, Glenn? Yeah, I got demoted. Yeah, next stop dinner lady. <laughs> <laughs> I thought you were further up than that. Well, I, look, Glenn, I think we should um I thought he was a general yesterday because of the double duty. general? But it was because of confusion. I, I think some people thought I was a general. I personally thought I was a, a corporal, but apparently not. I don't know. The, the rank is changing by the minute. Okay, I'm gonna say, <laughs> I'm gonna give you uh, the rank of midshipman. Yes, thank you, midshipman. That's what you're gonna be you're in the navy. Uh, it's got the M as well, so that helps. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's basically catering. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so you're in the Royal Navy now. Can you fry an egg? Uh, that's the no. question that you'll be asked. Well, that's, that's the, you've got to be able to fry an egg. Are, are, are you with seasickness? You all right? Your sea legs all right? You good? I think so. I can't remember the last time I was at sea. <laughs> Welcome <laughs> to the Navy. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Matters. Steve is here, Glenna, Emma are here as well. Um, 
I was woken up very early this morning, like quarter past four. I don't know if you're in this situation with your little boy, Steve, but mm. mine just at some point in the night just ends up in our bed. Yeah, he did. Yeah, last night my did my boy did the same. But yeah. half one just sort of just comes across the landing, gets in, and kicks me out basically. Yeah, that's the other thing. Like, he's the smallest person in the family, yet he takes the most space mm. in the bed. And not just on this occasion, but this morning I was woken up with quite a severe kick to the nether regions uh, from him. And I sort of woke up like, ah! Oh! It was one of them. Ah! My wife said, what's wrong? I said, him! She just kicked me right in the... Right there! And she said, well, it's, it's just an accident. Now... Is it? It's the regularity, Steve. It, yeah. It's the, it's the precision. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And how often it happens, that makes me think, how can this be an accident? How can mm. it be constantly an accident? If I went downstairs now and smashed a glass, that would be an accident. If I did it six days out of every 12, you would say, I think you're doing that on purpose. Yeah, yeah. I know he's only two, but it's just it's killing me. Quite literally. It's, I mean, you don't have to worry about this. I've not asked, actually, Emma and Glenn, if you've got kids. No, and after that story, I'm quite glad that I yeah. have No, I, I also don't. I, I get woken up at half four regularly because I have a sleepwalking, sleep-talking girlfriend. Uh, who does this okay. like regularly just walks around the side of a bed or like turns on the lamp and goes oh my god oh my god oh my god and I go what and she goes oh sorry I, I was sleepwalking and then she just peacefully goes back to sleep and then I stare at the ceiling for two hours yeah <laughs> that's terrifying yeah I know and have you have you tried to do anything about it like I mean no, not medically I mean like set up an obstacle course oh right I thought you were going to be like have you considered breaking up with her um, no. <laughs> uh, no there's nothing I can do because it's it, it, it's just it's more of a vocal thing than anything else but I mean at least ah. she doesn't I mean to be fair at least she doesn't kick me anywhere yeah. No, that's true. Although she could sort of get away with saying things about you and then sort of making it about just in a sleep. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Being, so. Oh, if only you had a haircut. What? <laughs> <laughs> she could say, oh, I just, I just wish he was, uh, I just wish he was better looking and washing uh, up. <laughs> and then you're like, what? what were you saying? No, it's in my sleep. It's in my sleep. That's not me, is it? That's not me. That's my subconscious. It's not really me. Yeah, you're sitting there for two hours thinking about that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> really get away with it. I uh, just, uh, it's just, it's happening too much now. And, and it's hard because obviously I love him to bits. He's my, he's, my, he's my boy, you know, but it's hard to love somebody who keeps kicking you in the balls. <laughs> <laughs> That's what they say, isn't it? That is what they say. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure there's a song in there somewhere. It's got to be. <laughs> Now, the weather over the last week or so has been... It's been topsy-turvy, hasn't it, let's be honest. It's gone lovely now. Yeah. It's baking, back to being beautiful summertime. But there was some rain last week that was biblical. Yeah, yeah. It was coming down hard, wasn't it? It was coming down hard. In fact, I think when we recorded the Sunday show... It, it, I could hear it in your shed, like it was so. Yeah, yeah, that, that's you, the one thing I haven't got very good soundproof over the rain. <laughs> the rain, yeah. Um, <laughs> but it was, it sort of came out of nowhere, and then it, we had like two days where it was like rain, 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 sun, rain, rain, rain. Like it, you couldn't judge it. Now I went out for a little drive, and it was roasting hot, and my kids are obsessed. We've got a sunroof in our people carrier, yeah, and that cool, and. Um, my kids said, oh, open the sunroof, Daddy. So I opened the sunroof and we were, you know, we were enjoying the fresh air and that was all fine. And we parked up 
and uh, got in the house and cracked on with our day, baths and bedtime, uh, watched the movie, had an early night. And then overnight, it was like stormy, wasn't it? All stormy and mm. uh, the thunder and lightning. It was all oh, it was great. And the next morning, I looked out, beautiful sunshine again, and I looked down and I'd left the sunroof open oh, all no. night mm. long. Oh, dear. Absolutely sodded in there. Every seat mm. is like, it smells like a, a wet dog. It's disgusting. Horrible. Oh, and the problem is, when you make a mistake like that, is when you've got nobody else to blame except yourself. Yeah, I, yeah. I couldn't, I mm. couldn't blame the kids. I couldn't blame my wife. I couldn't blame a, a, a random bloke on the street. The it God was of rain. Can't blame him. <laughs> the God of rain. No, it was 100% my own stupidity. And this is sort of rare in this modern age to actually put your hands up and say, there's nobody else. Did you not try anything like, well, they were talking when I was trying to, when we pulled up, and that's why, because the thing with the apple happened, and that's why I forgot to, you didn't try and blame it on anyone. I just, one there, of the was kids. No, there was nothing I could do, no, okay. you know, at that point. Hold just, your hands, hold hands up, up, just go, yeah, that's it. And just get out there. And I'm still, you know, nearly a week later, sat on a towel. Because it's yeah. that wet in the car, you know. You just feel like an absolute idiot. So I asked on the social media, I asked, uh, if you've ever done anything so monumentally stupid that you had no one else to blame except yourself. And I'm going I'm to be honest with you, some of the answers are divine. <laughs> They're amazing. Okay. Jane Brown says, I reversed into a skip on our drive. We have a rear camera in the car. There's no excuse. See, getting uh, closer. Yeah, exactly. She said, my hubby set fire to a chateau in France that had survived German occupation in the war. <laughs> 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 they sound like a couple of Mr Beans, them two. I like yeah. Is that the same person? <laughs> that's the same person and that's her husband. <laughs> like Frank Spencer. <laughs> Manford. This is an absolute cracker. Katie Bannon fell off a horse with sunglasses on and cut her eyebrow open. She says, that's not the stupid bit, that's the horse's fault. Mm. Um, <laughs> she said it wouldn't stop bleeding, so I ended up going to A&E where they kindly stuck it back together, you know, with that glue stuff, stuck it back yeah. together. As, as I walked to my car, I thought I'd better ring my other half to tell him why I wasn't home yet, and my phone got stuck to my face. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> Love that. Uh, uh, you hang up first. No, you hang up first. <laughs> no, you hang up first. <laughs> uh, we got Lizzie on the phone. Morning, Lizzie. Morning, Jason. Morning. Where are you calling from, my love? I'm calling from Rosendale in Lancashire. Lovely part of the world. Lovely. So tell us what stupid thing did you do uh, that you had no one else to blame except yourself? So I managed to run myself over with my own car. Okay. Wow. Okay. <laughs> wow. Like that fella from E17. Yeah, it's yeah. Brian Harvey style. Yeah, yeah I so, used to love him. Yeah, well, you've got two <laughs> things in common. <laughs> so what happened? Tell us the story. So I was doing the school run, rushing mm -hmm. around as always, million one things to do, late, kids being a nightmare. And my son's school's on a really steep hill. So as I pulled up, I mustn't have put my handbrake on tight enough, shut the door and the car rolled back fraction of an inch. I thought, right. well, I better tighten the handbrake up so that nobody gets hurt. Of course. And as I leaned in, the car set off and dragged me down the hill into oh the main road. Oh my um, goodness. I couldn't let go because the, the door had me pinned. Um, yeah. And then as I hit the main road, the car threw me clear and then came to rest very gently against a, 
a big curb. Oh, my And gosh. nobody else was hurt, nobody else was around. Just right. me, just silly old me. Well, that's sort of good, I guess. Uh, and were you injured? Uh, I had bruising, severe bruising right. to my bone. Uh, two okay. weeks on crutches. Not oh. much sympathy. No, I was, I was going to say, it's not like people could be like, oh, bless you, you're all right. You're like, you're blooming yeah, idiot. I still get stick when I go out at Garage and uh, Garage Man's like, I've tightened your arm break for you. Pulled <laughs> up school and Lollipop Man's doing hand signals at handbrake. Like, you know, put your handbrake on. You will, that will always be your, your handbrake Lizzie now. Uh, Absolutely. That'll be you. Here she is, handbrake Lizzie. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> Love it. Oh, well, thanks for sharing it with us this morning, Lizzie. Take care. No problem. Thanks a lot. Bye. Stick your handbrake on. See you later. <laughs> Bye. Catherine's message. She says, parked my car in a multi-storey car park, forgot to check what floor I was on. We've all done that, haven't we, at some oh, point? Yeah, yeah. When I got back to look for a car, I spent two hours walking up and down, <laughs> checking every floor. In the end, I phoned my husband in tears. He said, what car are you looking for? I said, Fiesta, obviously. He said, now try looking for the red Hyundai you got three days ago. <laughs> 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 I love that. I love that. I've definitely done that a few times in a multi-story where I'm like, yeah. I parked it next. I'm like, I parked it next to a blue car, and then he's like, I've d- I've <laughs> driven into town before now and then got the bus home. Oh, gone, I've done that. Oh, yeah, yeah. Oh. And you left it in a car I've park. Parked, I've parked in a car park before, not looked at what time the car park closes, and come oh. back to find it's closed, and been like, oh, well, no, I can't drive bad. home today. Yes. Yeah. yeah. I've, I've on a, on a couple of occasions, I've driven to Stockport train station, uh, got the train to London done whatever I had to do in London, come home, and then got a taxi back from the station. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and then thought someone stolen my car. And <laughs> it's not on the driveway. What about you, Glenn? What have you done? I, this very weekend, uh, treated myself. I bought, I, I, I saw it in a shop. I bought a keg, a keg of beer for myself with the aim of it lasting a fair few days. And it's got like a sort of valve at the top that every time you sort of finish pouring, you need to make sure it sort of keeps closed for freshness. I, I didn't keep it closed. And so uh, came back, having having had one drink out of it, came back oh. the next day to find the whole thing is completely flat. Oh. Like fully, fully flat. I may as well have bought a pack of 12 beers and just opened every can and yeah. then just put it just outdoors for and a couple of days. And how much was the cake? I'm so annoyed at myself. It's about 20 quid. 20 quid a pint? I'm so, oh, so nice. It's so annoyed. warm and flat. No, I, 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 I tried to power through yesterday. I was like, no, no, I bought this. And I'm <laughs> like, got soda just like eating. It was like hot honey. It was revolting. It was oh. so, so grim. Did you find someone with a soda stream? You can see if you can carbonate it again. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, I tried shaking the keg as much as I could. Oh, that'll just take more out. <laughs> uh, Simon says, when I was a kid, I hoovered water out of the toilet to see what was happen (laughs) (laughs) what does happen Uh, well you get a broken hoover and 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 telling off I guess Uh, he's not not gone into any more detail Uh, Natalie Roberts uh, got married now divorced Keep it like that, Natalie. <laughs> yeah. All right, love. Love that. Uh, Val Holden. My mum drove through the car wash with her sunroof open. Rather than close it, my 90-year-old aunt put her umbrella up. <laughs> <laughs> I bet that was clean. That would probably love, be clean by the end of it. I would love to see that coming out the other end. All soaking wet inside with just an umbrella up inside a car. Love it.
music matters. Now it's time for the moment nobody asked for. Uh, <laughs> it is episode two of Magpie and Fox. If you're just joining us, uh, yesterday uh, we found out that Magpie uh, was uh, was coming out of jail. He's been in jail for 17, 17 years. years. Uh, about to go straight, finally, after a life of crime, uh, where he's picked up by Inspector Fox, Detective Fox. We're not sure of his rank, but he is, should we say Detective? Detective Fox. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, who is a, a copper... Yeah, at the end of his tether, the end of his mm. tether. He's the one who mm. sent Magpie away, and now yeah. he's picking him up because he needs his help for one last job. Here they are, about to head on a stakeout outside a suspicious-looking factory. Right, we're nearly there. What we're doing is it's like a stakeout. Yeah, that's what I was just about to tell you. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Listen, Magpie. Okay. As you can see, we're outside a factory. Yeah, what sort of factory is it? Well, usually it's making cheap ornaments. Oh, right. Yeah, look at all those bins, lovely bins. Oh, yeah. All right, yeah. Lovely bins outside, look at them all. Yep, I can see the bin. What's the crime here? Well, listen, listen. Look at this factory. Usually they're making cheap ornaments going all over the world. They're little things you buy, you know. Right, not worth in, much. In a beach town, not worth a thing. Right. Not worth a thing, Magpie. Pig iron and stuff like that, just made out yeah. of nothing. Rubbish. Exactly. Well, listen, recently, they've been melting down actual gold. What? Yeah, from stolen jewellery. And making ornaments that look cheap and nasty. Nasty. Nasty? Nasty. nasty. How'd you say it? Nasty. <laughs> I think you'd say nasty. I say nasty instead of nasty. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm going to say nasty. This way, they can ship them out of the country under the guise that it's just a cheap ornament. Oh, so no one's going to check because I think it's a cheap exactly. ornament, but it's actually made of solid gold. And that's the way they're getting it out of the country. That's, that's right. amazing. Thank you for... How are they getting it? Yeah, no, I'm just reiterating it. How are they getting it into the factory, though, without you know, people who work there, just the general guys? How are they not? They're going in the bins. Oh, they're using bins. Oh, you're obsessed with bins, aren't you? I'm a fox. A lot of bins. I tell you what, though, this burger's really nice. What is it? Oh, yeah, we always have burgers on, I've turned it on a steakout. Yeah. <laughs> we always have burgers on a steakout. It's, <laughs> well, it's nice, it's nice. That's What's it? It's like five guys. You know what they call five guys in Spain? What? Cinco hombres. Is that a fact? No, I don't know. It's just doing that book fiction <laughs> thing. It was the last film I saw before I went to prison. Listen, we're on a steakout. Right, so what do you want me to do? Why am I here? I need you to get in one of them weedy bins. Wait for the thieves to come out, and then they're going to take the weedy bin inside the factory. And once you're mm. in... You're going to come and get me, yeah? Then I'll come and get you, yeah. All right, catch him in the act. Got it. Okay, right. I'm a bit claustrophobic, but I'll be all right. You've just been in prison for less Yeah, but I wasn't in solitary, mate, and I wasn't in a wheelie bin. <laughs> <laughs> right. right, I'm going in. Off you fly, magpie. Right, that was episode two of, uh, of yeah. Fox and Magpie. It's Magpie getting Fox, tense sorry. now, isn't it? Getting tense isn't now, it? isn't it? I think the acting's getting better as well. From those Do you? Two. I'm not yeah. sure. <laughs> <laughs> I like the sort of slight Tommy Cooper-esque... Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> ...accidental accent. Um, so if you want to know what happens in episode three tomorrow, then either uh, listen or tell us. Uh, what you want to happen because then we'd have to come up with the idea yeah yeah <laughs> get in touch we're both on social media I'm at Jason Manford Steve is at Sir Steve Edge Sunday mornings 8 till 11 Jason Manford on Absolute Radio where real music
music matters. We're talking monumentally stupid things that you did uh, that you had no one else to blame except yourself. Uh, what about you, Emma? Have you had anything? Yeah, I did the classic, um, you know, just after you pass your driving test and you go mm. out for the first time and your parents are mm. like, you know, be careful, you're not a learner driver anymore. Uh, I, I crashed into the back of another car straight away. Um, wow. And the reason why was because uh, someone in our village had had new double glazing fitted. And I was just having a little look. <laughs> you having a good look? <laughs> having a good look at the windows, <clears throat> straight into the car in front. Ouch. Not good. No, there's a lot of driving ones, actually. There's quite a few driving ones. Uh, obviously, my one was a driving one. Um, I uh, I like this one from Mary uh, Morgan, who says, uh, I left my baby at the co-op in a pram 42 years ago. She seems very good humoured about it. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I, I think she went straight back. Um, got my shopping, uh, got on the bus and went home. <gasps> As I was getting off, I realised I had left my baby behind. I'd not had a long. <laughs> not had a long. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So fair enough. Not had a long. Forgot I had one. Yeah. We didn't have mobile, so I had to go to our flat to ring my sister who lived across the road from the co-op, then get the bus back because I didn't have the cash for a taxi to pick her up. The shame of what a terrible mother I was cried all the way home oh bless you I mean I, I did I did leave my daughter on the roof of a car once you know when, when the, <laughs> we went for a, a meal at like Frankie and Benny's or something at Trafford Centre and um, I was trying to park the car but it's all tight spaces there so I said to the, the, my wife and the kids right you all get out and go and get a table and I'll get the baby and we'll, and we'll go this is a few years ago and uh, <laughs> and so I um, parked it parked in this sort of tight space got out got the my uh, son at the time I think uh, out of the, the back and put him on the sort of roof of the car in his car seat Grabbed my bag, you know, whatever else I was going to lock the door and then just walked in <laughs> to Frankie and <laughs> And uh, I was like, hi, guys. Hello. How's everybody? There was loads of family there. My wife was like, um, you forgotten something? I was like, oh, my God. Come out to see in the distance, like 20 spaces back, just a baby on the top of a car. <laughs> At least it wasn't when you were leaving and the, the car seat flew off the back of the car. No. Well, you know, it could have been worse. It could have been a lot, a lot worse. <laughs> Good morning, it's Jason Manford and Steve Edge on The Breakfast Show covering for Dave Berry on Absolute Radio where real music matters. Uh, It's probably quite confusing to some people. Andy Curzon on uh, Twitter said, uh, Jason and Steve, thanks for confusing this poor old night nurse. Uh, The sound of Jason and Steve is my normal drive time home on a Sunday morning post-shift. Thought I'd lost a day. <laughs> it's easy done as well. It's very confusing. Very confusing. Um, we've been talking this morning about uh, sort of stupid things uh, that years have uh, done. We, we've all done something daft at some point with no one else to blame except yourself. What about you, Steve? Not asked you yet. I, well, the one that always comes back to me when I'm thinking of you is when we went to that. Re- remember when we went to that really fancy sushi restaurant? Oh <laughs> and, yeah. Um, and then we, we were like, it was really smart and stuff. And we ordered uh, we ordered a little half bottle of sake and stuff. And then it That's turned right. up and I went, whoa, whoa. You went to pour it. It was, wasn't went, no. cheap either, was it? It was quite, no, it was it quite was like expensive. The, yeah. And then I said, it's, you know, it's bad luck to pour your own sake. sake. It's, you know, it's, it's Japanese tradition. So I will I will take the lead here and I will pour it. And then I went to, I picked up the little earthenware little jug it was in, poured it in your sake and it was like soy sauce. I just poured a load of soy sauce in your drink. <laughs> yes. <laughs> so Wait, it sort of backfired <laughs> that I was trying to be all, all culture and, and knowing. I think you'll find this is bad luck. Here you go. Oh, I just 
put a lot of soy sauce in your drink. <laughs> <laughs> At least no one was in danger, though. Annie Santa's message says, I plugged a sandwich toaster in, not realising the plastic cover had come off the back of the plug. Ooh. So thumb was on a bare wire. That's like that Coronation Street clip. Yeah, that is, yeah, yeah. Who was, was, was died on Coronation Street from electricity? One of Ken Barlow's wives, wasn't it? Whoa, whoa, spoilers, spoilers. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> 1972. I'm, I'm, yeah, I'm only on the 60s, guys, come on. <laughs> the electric went through my thumb, my arm crossing my chest, travelling down my other arm and out the other thumb. The force of the charge hitting the wire in my bra threw me six foot across the room. <laughs> wow. Wow. One hospital trip later was all well, but my electrician dad was not impressed, to say the least. Don't wear a bra, ladies. It's not safe. Yeah, clear. Yeah. Crikey, who'd have thought? That could be that dangerous. Uh, Jane says she was strimming the front garden, hadn't realised I'd hit a patch of gravel hidden amongst the long grass. Crack! Smashed the car windscreen. <gasps> oh, just flicked a bit of gravel up. Oh, dear. Imagine that. And Gillian says, I got stuck in a set of handcuffs in an Ann Summers shop whilst eight months <laughs> pregnant. I was just messing about. <laughs> Went with my tail between my legs to the counter because there she was... she got a no... tail as well? She's got a tail as well. <laughs> uh, told them uh, the husband made me do it because I was too embarrassed. Never been back since. I mean, of all the things that could go wrong in an Ann Summers shop, you've actually... Got off quite done... lightly, yeah. I mean, for all the things that could get stuck, a set yeah. of handcuffs is probably the, the least of your worries. <laughs> I thought that bit the yesterday was the auction for the Chichichi Bang Bang car and props. It's oh, actually yeah. not for a couple of weeks. Oh. So, yeah, I didn't mm. realise. It just opened yesterday. Oh, okay. That's, which is what I didn't realise. So, so now you've opened it up to more bidders, really, basically. Yeah, so I've like... Free yeah. advertising. I know, well, that was going to be loads of people trying to buy Chichichi Bang Bang. Well, I was going to be one of them. I thought it might be funny if um, you well, got if you outbid by me. No, no, no. But well, yeah, but then I went on and I thought, I can't spend hundreds of pounds on a breakfast maker, which doesn't work. Yeah. And I just ducked <laughs> out that some of the stuff is extortionate, I've got to say. Do you think so? What, what do you think was overpriced? For, All of for it. What it was? Everything. <laughs> <laughs> I well, yeah, I'd but... quite like to win the car and then not tell you and then just come and pick you up for lunch and go, all right. <laughs> just pull up outside. Ha, ha. There's, all right. Just want to fly there or drive? <laughs> yeah, I mean, some of it is... The, well, the, the, uh, the breakfast-making machine mm. is um, one of... Karatakus's more successful inventions. Uh, yeah. Battery operated, includes an impressive curved table and accessories. And uh, its estimate looks like it's going to go for between five hundred and a thousand pounds. Wow! Um, I'm going to I'm going to put a little bid in for two hundred and fifty and see if that gets us anywhere. Yeah. Uh, Why don't you um, put in a bid for the chart catcher's wagon and terrify your kids when you pick them up from school? <laughs> <laughs> Children! <laughs> no, I've been outbid on that one. Let's let's try let's try five hundred pounds. My wife is going to go mental. Mm. I win any of this. Oh, there you go. That's been successful. So the bre- I'm the highest bid on the breakfast machine now. I'm the okay. highest bid on on Edison the dog. I don't want any of those toot sweets. I'm not bothered about those. But I've been outbid on the on on Chitty, and I can't. 
I mean, I'll be honest, there's a, a little bit of a sigh of relief because I put a bid in for £6,000. Oh, my God. I know, but the estimate's like ten grand, And some of these cars... Some of these cars go for an absolute... I mean, the, the one from the film is worth millions. Yeah, that still seems quite cheap to me, yeah. no? And, you, and you're, having a go at, you're having a go at Alan Sugar for buying a plane. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I realise I'm out of touch with the nation, but, you know, it's not my fault there's a pandemic in the middle of, a, of an auction for Chitty Chitty no. Bang Bang memorabilia. And what you need in this sort of situation is a flying car. We all know that. Yeah, I'm, I'm glad you've put everything into perspective that actually the real issue with COVID-19 was the fact that it's happened middle auction <laughs> <laughs> look what could be more social distancing than a flying car exactly yeah. <laughs> Manford. now yesterday we chatted about assembly bangers these were hymns that you used to sing at school that top of your lungs you're just giving it whatever you had that morning you were giving it in assembly for your favorite songs it could have been lord of the dance it could have been uh, give me oil in my lamp it could be colors of the day cauliflowers fluffy whatever the song was that you guys sang i want to know about it 8 12 15 uh, is the text uh, maybe you can come on maybe you can give us a version of your favorite one steve did exactly that yesterday steve's version of all things bright and beautiful going straight on the now that's what i call absolute mm. yeah. assembly bangers all things bright and beautiful all creatures great and small Wise and wonderful, the Lord God made them I mean, I don't know, but I think it's like happy hardcore or something. It's great. I'm actually giving it like the big box, little box. Were you doing all that? Big fish, whatever they were called. Yeah, I love it. Great tune. Absolute assembly banger. Uh, Alison Smithers says she loves all things bright and beautiful. Uh, She used to sing it while sat in a dark, dingy hall that had no real natural light, which was uh, (laughs) slightly ironic. ironic. Did she go to school? (laughs) (laughs) She was in the the, the film Matilda. Uh, Janice says, Thank you, Lord, is engraved in my mind as the only song I couldn't figure out on the recorder. That's the only one she could never get. And Jackie Bevan says, Hi, Jason and Steve. One song I remember from School Assembly is Crown Him, Crown Him, King of Kings, which was a favourite of our deputy headteacher, Mr Platt. Only we used to sing Drown Him, Drown Him, just to see Mr Platt jump up and down on stage shouting, You will sing it correctly! (laughs) The more he shouted, the louder we sang it wrongly. (laughs) I love that, though. You've You've got to do those, haven't you? Yeah, there was always, like, good King King Wenceslas at at, at Christmas. No one ever sung the right lyrics there, did they? No, never, 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 never. Emma, you've got your own assembly banger today. Yeah, that's right, but I'm worried it's not going to live up to 
to how good Steve's was. Steve I don't know set it's... the bar to be fair. Yeah. But look, you know, on, yeah. on all these, now that's what I call albums, you know, there's always going to be a couple that are just filler. A couple of middle now, tracks, yeah. So yeah. it can't all be that the dizzy heights of Steve's uh, all I think you're people. playing it down. I, I, I think, think she's played it down fine. as well. Light and shade, light and shade. Mm. Yeah. I think. Okay, well, look, yeah. let's, we're, we're going to do, we're going to go to a song and then after that, we're going to have your, so I'm going to build it up even more. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'm looking for, what song is it just so we can get ready it's um, a personal favourite of mine One More Step Along the World I go oh it's a good song it's a good song well I look forward to it Emma's entry into now that's what I call Assembly Bangers All right, good day to you. It's Jason Manford on Absolute Radio, where real music matters. And never has that phrase meant more than this morning, where real music matters, because we're going right back, right back to assembly. The hymns we used to sing from our hearts and lungs that freed our minds for a day of learning, whether it was religious or not, it didn't matter. We just wanted to sing because we were kids and we didn't have a care in the world. And Emma has encapsulated that moment with her assembly banger. One more step along the world I go. One more step along the world I go. DJ! From the old things to the new. Yo, 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 yo. Me traveling along with you. And it's from the old I travel to the new. One more time. And it's from the old I travel to the new. Keep me traveling along with you. That was lovely. <laughs> oh, That's Adrian Claxon's remix. That was incredible. <laughs> I'm into it. I like the juxtaposition of the song. It was songs like you duetting with someone you didn't get on with. <laughs> That's my hype man. <laughs> that was fantastic. Are they all um, little buttons you've just got at home? No, it's actually a person that I have here. Uh, she's doing it, yeah. doing a live duet with me. <laughs> yeah. 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 It's awkward when you do it during the news, I think. uh, (laughs) one more time Uh, that was great I loved it well a lot of a lot of pressure to to live up to Glenn are you going to give us one this week absolutely not thank you very much (laughs) (laughs) that's the spirit Good morning, it's Jason Manford on Absolute Radio, in for Dave Berry all this week. Uh, It's the home of the no-repeat guarantee, where after nine o'clock we will not play the same song till five o'clock tonight. Uh, Now, we want to play Ruin a Band Name, Ruin a Band or an Artist, by adding or changing a letter. And we've got some crackers coming through already. Uh, Marty uh, says Blandy. (laughs) That's pretty good, pretty good. Uh, Adele says Feetloaf. Oh, yeah. feet loaves good. I <laughs> like that as well. Andy Curzon uh, has come up with Pearl Ham. Oh, oh yeah. nice. Oh, ham, I like yeah, that yeah. as well. Some good yeah. ones there. Uh, what about you, sir? Let's go with Emma today. Let's go with Emma first. Uh, okay, what about uh, White Snape? 
Nice. nice. <laughs> nice. It's about, it's about Harry Potter. Harry Potter, yeah. yeah. Uh, mullet for my Valentine. <laughs> oh, nice. <laughs> and That's I'll go my chemical bromance. Very good, nice. <laughs> I like that a lot. Um, what about um, the flamingo lips? That's oh, nice. Oh, very good. So really clever. a little letter there, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, the the small feces. Nice. <laughs> pretty disgusting, isn't it? Uh, Todd Stewart. <laughs> uh, Kev Cameron says the nappy Mondays. Yeah. Nice. Uh, KP on Twitter the fart of noise. <laughs> and Tom says nuns and roses. Uh, oh, so keep them, <laughs> keep them coming in. Uh, ruin a band or an artist with one letter. matters. Good morning, Jason Manford on Absolute Radio. Steve Edge is here. Uh, have you got a busy day planned, Steve? What have you got today? Uh, no, I don't think no. I have. I don't think I've had a busy Absolutely day for the last three months. <laughs> <laughs> I know. I've I got um, the Last of Us two for the PlayStation. Oh yeah. Farm, yeah. Oh, I've I've been on it about seven hours a day. It's have you played it? I've not, yeah. I've, 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 I think I'm coming to like the final quarter of it. It's oh, the wow. irony of getting it given as a Father's Day present, which means. Mm you will never get to actually play it because you've got children. Yeah. <laughs> it's like a real catch-22. Uh, but I'm looking forward to it. I just, I, I said to my wife, when she said, what do you want for Father's Day? I said, this game and then a day off life so I can play it at some point. So I'm just waiting for the second part of my present <laughs> so I can play it. Is it amazing? It's so good. It's better than the first. Wow, mm. I love the first. Mm. So amazing oh i'm looking forward to that good stuff uh we're talking uh, ruining a band or an artist with one letter this morning steve what have you got for us okay uh let's have a look i've got a silly idol silly idol very good <laughs> <laughs> i've gone just for a weird one tears for bears oh nice <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah i like it poxy music oh, that's <laughs> and uh tickleback <laughs> back again. I do like the, the mamas and the tappers. <laughs> <laughs> Very good. Uh, what have we got here on the Twitter? We've got Wendy Clark says the Beagles. Yeah, that's yeah. good. Nice. Uh, we've got uh, Kev Price, Plop will eat itself. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, the, the, the Pet Shop Bogs. Uh, Pete Stone says the Rolling Scones. Mm, Uh, And Will says Sled Zeppelin I'm loving them all I'm loving them all Keep them coming in Keep them coming in Jason Manford Absolute Radio Where real music matters Good morning Jason Manford on Absolute Radio We're trying to ruin a band with one letter this morning Um Oh, I just had one for Whitney Houston then, but I can't say it on the air. <laughs> yeah, I mean, um, same thing. Uh, <laughs> um, it's like the well, hit factory. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you can't, <laughs> don't you? Uh, Lice Cube. Nice. Lice Cube, yeah. Um, uh, Fool and the Gang. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. That'd be good. Um, kids. 
but like instead of kiss, just add in a D. Yeah. <laughs> That's like you could have the you could have the Spice Girls, but the Spite Girls with the T. Sp- mm. Really girls, nasty, yeah. nasty, angry. They all got little names. <laughs> <laughs> okay, Glenn, your turn. Uh, with apologies to Richard Ashcroft, uh, the perv. Okay, uh, good. Oh, nice. yeah. uh, super Trump. And uh, oh, I'm not sure band. how suitable was this for a breakfast show, but Adam and the Anus. Yeah. Okay, yeah. that's, that's nice. That's it's nice. borderline. Yeah. <laughs> I love it. Keep them coming in if you've got... Uh, we've got another few minutes on the show. Or you can always get in touch on social media uh, at Absolute Radio. Thanks for joining us this morning on Absolute Radio. We will be back tomorrow, bright and early at 6 a.m. The uh, starting 11 for Punderland is up on the socials right now, so you can see if yours made it. If you're sticking with Absolute Radio, Leona Graham is up with another cracker of a tea break trivia, and she's going to be talking about how the replanting of a garden is going in hashtag Seedwatch. Over on Absolute Radio 90s, Ben is kicking things off with the Lightning Seas and Guns N' Roses on our newest station, Absolute Radio 20s, as in 2020, Steve. Not, they've not gone right no, back to yeah, Charleston. No, no. Yeah. Uh, there is new music from the DMAs, Blossoms and Biffy Clyro. Plus, Bush and Richie are back on home time from 4pm with another Tombola Tuesday. 100 possible topics, one hour of unplanned radio. Well, we've just done four hours of it, so uh, <laughs> we'll see you tomorrow at six. Jason Manford on Absolute Radio. Where real music